Assalamu alaikum everybody and a very warm welcome to this last lesson that we're doing at least for a little while um, Probably the last lesson in the, in this chapter of our Alauddin walkthrough So we are on lesson 16 So if you're joining us now, please go back to the first lesson and watch all the way through All of them are here on YouTube, all of them are free So uh, enjoy um, Also I will remind you as well that a workbook is coming out as well that will go with this An e-workbook We will take orders perhaps for print books If there are a lot of you who would like us to print them, to bind them and have them shipped to you Then uh, maybe we'll start making a list of students for that but there'd need to be enough of you to warrant it so maybe we'll start considering that because it is a really nice looking book so um keep an eye here on the youtube channel and on the instagram as well um, for news on that number two is also today we are going to be giving away this book so if you want a chance uh, to win this book then uh, please leave a comment in the comment section below please like this video please subscribe to the channel and go over and follow us at arabic in 60 steps so without further ado Let's get into the text. So this is quite a long one today. So let's um, let's get let's get into it nice and swiftly. So we have about seven lines to do today, seven and a half lines. But um, we needed to do this. I, I just didn't find a particularly good place within this paragraph to have a break. So it just means that we have a little bit of a longer passage. So how does it begin? So what what, what did we do previously? We had um, the sahir or the sorcerer. He comes to the house of um, of Ummu Alauddin, of the mother of Alauddin. And um, he comes over for dinner and she prepares a dinner and um, yeah, and he, he comes over, he, he arrives and, uh, and, and the last thing that happens is that he asks where his brother used to sit. Um, good. And his brother obviously being her husband um, who's, who passed away, he's Marhoun, he is deceased. So what happens? So, فَأَشَارَتْ إِلَىٰ أَرِيكَةٍ بِمَعْنَىٰ بَيْنَ قَوْسَيْنِ Between the brackets, مَقْعَدٍ very nice. So, for asharat ila, this verb ashara ila is a form for verb ashara, um, on the same pattern as the verb to want something arada. Asharat ila means to gesture towards something. Um, the, the 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 word for sign language comes out of this as well. Lughatul ishara is um, is sign language. Lughatul ishara, the language of ishara of, of of gesture, the language of gesture. So she gestures towards arikatin. So an arika is perhaps like a, a sofa um, or a chair, but but between the qawsain, between the two brackets, it gives the word maqad, which just means a, a seat, right? So so really, you know, although an arika, I, I kind of understand it to mean a sofa, but um, yeah, it's, it's a place where you sit. Fi til hujra. So what's a zawiya? The zawiya is the corner. It's the corner of a hujra, not a hajra. Um, one second, one second. Yusuf, Yusuf, I'm busy. I'm recording, Daddy. Okay, I think we're good. So, um, so a hujra um, is a room. Okay, not a hajra. Um, yeah, a hajra is a, is a stone, but a hujra, important difference, is a room. So, in the corner of the room, we're here a rikatun. And it is a sofa or a chair or a seat. So um, a lot of students, when they first read this, it confuses the students. We know that the term ta'ala perhaps comes from the term ta'wil, meaning to be long or something to extend over something. When we say ta'ala something. Um, and then qidam, especially if you read it without the harakat, you might think it's to do with the feet, right? Your qadam is the, is, is the foot. Hence, when we say football, we say al qadam, ball of the foot. Right, it isn't. It isn't to do with the man stretching his feet over the chair, right, or putting his feet up on the sofa or something. It's not that. It's tala alayha, that um, 
that qidam, that time, it become old, right? Like the, the, the chairs kind of become old. Okay, so, um, so the verb means to, means to intensify, right? So the buka intensified, right? His crying intensified of the sahir, obviously. وَجَزَعُهُ um, Jazaruhu is best defined, I think, but what with what the author gave, which is shiddatu huznihi, severe sadness. I'm I'm not really quite sure of a good translation for jazaru, but that that's what it means. It means severe sadness. Good. فطلبت إليه السيدة أن يجلس في مكان أخيه. So the sayida, um, which is referring to the the mother of Alauddin, sayida. Um, she's she's the 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 master of the house, right? I mean, although, yeah, she's the she's the master of the house, I guess. So she gestured towards him to sit in the place of his brother. فَقَالَ لَهَا مُتَأَلِّمًا So she said to him, مُتَأَلِّمًا So the term ألم means pain. Um, so مُتَأَلِّم is um in in with with pain, right? She he said to her out of pain, لا أستطيعوا أن أجلس مكانه. I am not able to sit in his place. فَإِنَّنِي لَأَتَخَيَّلُهُ Good. For as I. لَأَتَخَيَّلُهُ So the verb تخيل means to imagine. Um, good. For I imagine him الآن جالساً معنا For I imagine him sitting with us. I imagine him, I'm imagining him now sitting with us. وَقَدْ أَشْرَفَ عَلَيْنَا رُوحَهُ الطَّاهِرِ Nice. So, وَقَدْ أَشْرَفَ um, So, the term أَشْرَفَ means to bestow upon us, perhaps. I mean, the term Sharif literally means noble. I don't know if there is a verb in English to, to nobel something. Um, but as maybe honoured us, you might say. That's perhaps a fine translation. وَقَدْ أَشْرَفَ عَلَيْنَا And has been honoured upon us رُوحَهُ His... His spirit, al-tahir, his pure spirit, has been sort of honoured upon us. Rahmatullahi alayhi. So the rahmatu is the mercy Allahi of Allah alayhi upon him. Good. Laqad kana yuhibbuni. Certainly he loved me. Kama uhibbuhu. As I love him. Ashadda hubb. Ashadda al-hubbi rather. The, the, most, the most intense of love. You know, it's, it's sort of like a mefrul mutlaq here. It's like saying, أَحْبَبْتُهُ حُبًّا شَدِيدًا It's a little bit like saying that. So it's saying, I loved him a severe loving. But rather it's saying, it's saying, certainly he loved me as I loved him. The, the severest of love or the most intense of love. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمْ يَشَأْ But Allah, لَمْ يَشَأْ لَمْ يَشَأْ He did not will. This is literally the same verb when we say, when we say, in um, Allah, the verb sha'a means to will something, but Allah did not will it. Good. And alqahu, that I would meet him. The verb laqiya, alqa means to meet, but alqahu is he did not he did not will that I would meet him. Wa anama bihadithihi qabla an yamuta. Good. So wa anama, the verb anama is is the same verb that we use in Surah Al-Fatiha. Um, yeah, when we say sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim, to to bless something literally, bi hadithihi, he has blessed by by his hadith, 
obviously the term hadith is one that most of us Muslims know as being like an account or a, or a statement that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made. But really, in this case, it just means a statement, right? Blessed us with the statement, Qabla an yamuta. Before that, he died. What is this hadith? Well, maybe we'll find out what the statement is. I mean, I mean, so this statement is, is referring back to Alauddin's father saying that he had a little brother, right? That, that's, that, that's the statement that he's talking about, saying that he's blessed us with that statement. Good. So what happens next? And then he narrated upon the two of them. The two of them being Alauddin and his mother. So it's the Sahir doing the uh, the Qassa ala, doing the narrating upon. The Qassa, the, the verb, is, it is the same root as where the word for stories come from. It comes from a Qassas, and the singular of which is a Qassatun. Good. And then he storied upon them, or he narrated upon the two of them. A Sahiru. Annahu taraka shaqiqahu. That he left his brother. Mundu arba'ina aman. So, mundu meaning since or ago, arba'ina meaning 40, aman, years ago. Could have just as easily said arba'ina sanatan, but uh, in this case it is aman. Wa'annahu, and that he safara ila baladi, and that he travelled to the land of, the land of, the land of, uh, the land of whom? Al-Hind. Where is Al-Hind? It is India. Al-Hind. The, the term Al-Hind, I mean, that now it seems quite clear to us why we use the term Hind, because it sounds like India, right? But actually, India, India wasn't called that b b before the Arabs came and called it Al Hind. I'm not, I'm not actually sure why the Arabs used that term, because I don't know if they would have found that term in. Um, I don't know if they would have found that term in India, because um, I believe like the area of India and Pakistan and stuff, like the, the like the subcontinent, the Indian subcontinent, was referred to as Bharat before um, before the Arabs named it as Al Hind. I don't know if the Hindus were called Hindus before that though. Like if their religion was Hinduism or a, or a word similar, but the land was called Bharat. I'm not actually sure how that works. There's probably an interesting little bit of history in there. But, but anyway, certainly by the time this text is written, it's known that India is Al-Hind. Good. Wafaris and, uh, and Persia. Wa Baghdad. And Baghdad, the place that we know as Baghdad. I mean, Faris, Baghdad, I thought was, wi I thought was within, it was a city within Faris, but, but perhaps not. Or perhaps by the time this is written, Faris is Iran, right? And Baghdad is not in Iran. I don't know. I don't know. It means some of, some of my speculating. وَأَنَّهُ جَابَ جَابَ بِمَعْنَى قَطَعَ So, so this is best understood is جَابَ أَنْحَاءَ So أَنْحَاءَ is like the, 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 is like around somewhere, or, those, or yeah, is, is around somewhere. قَطَعَ well, literally, qata means to cut something, right? But but in this context, when you're saying it's that he cut cut through the continents, right? That he he cut through the continent rather, or he he roamed around the continent. Jab and qata don't really mean the same thing. Um, and in fact, I think that the meaning becomes more confusing when the author uses qata rather than jab, because jab and qarati is like that he roamed around, which makes sense. But then qata it does. It does still mean it does, it does still mean the same thing. They cut cut around, cut around the continents. But I think it's a little bit. It's even more abstract. Daddy. Sorry, guys. Just a minute. Yusuf, what's wrong? Yusuf, let's run out of batteries, Daddy. Um, I'm going to keep it here so you can um. Right. Okay. I'll change the batteries for it. I'll change the batteries. You go and play because I'm going to finish the Arabic lesson. Because I'm teaching some people Arabic. 
tablet is sleeping. Oh, I just want to touch. Shh, shh. Okay, out, young man. I'm going to talk to you in a minute. Okay, cool. So, uh, where were we? We were up to waqada akthara umrihi. And he, so sorry, actually, we, we got to anha al-qarrati. So the, he, he, um, that he, that he, that he roamed around the continent, so I missed that bit. So it's the continent of Africa, right? Like where this is being read, like, I, I don't, I don't think it's in Africa, it's in China, right? We've already had that setting before. So, so if it did just end there, if it ended with Jaba and Ha al it would be assumed that the continent would be Asia, right? But, 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 I mean, he specifies that it's Good. And he spent, qada, the verb qada means to spend, but to spend time specifically. Akthara means the majority of umrihi, of his age. Fi asiyaha. Asiyaha is a term which now means tourism, right? But really means traveling, right? And um, yeah, and, and that's why in the brackets the author says, asayr, asayri fil bilad. You know, the, the, the traveling between the bilad. Good. Warrihal. Good. Warrihal. In this context, you might look at that and think that it's um, that it's the plural of um, of rihla, right? Because a rihla um, is a is a travel, right? Hence, where we have rihla to Ibn Battuta, the the travel writings of Ibn Battuta, and rihla to Ibn Jubair, um, rihla to Ibn rihla rihla to Ibn Jubair, it would be um, or the the rihla of Ibn Jubair, but uh, in this case, a rihal. Unless it might be, it might be a less used plural of rihla because it's usually rihlat. We usually talk about the rihlat literature if you're talking about the travel literature. Um, but uh, if we have a rihal, then um, really the term rihal means like nomads, right? Like obviously we have the term arab, but the term arab is specific for like like Bedouin Arabs, right? But I thought a rihal was a more broad term for Bedouins. But um, in in this case. In this case, it doesn't really matter which meaning we use. It's um, it means he's traveling, right? And then, then the author gives us an explanation of the term al-rihal, which is al-asfar, journeys. Well, what tanaqulat? Tanaqulat. That's a word that I haven't that you don't come across a lot. It means like navigations. At-tanaqul. It comes from the same same root as the verb um, intaqala, which means to move house, right? But at-tanaqulat means um. Yeah, na- n- navigations, um, expeditions, maybe, or something like that. So we have reached the end. So, or, or at least the end of uh, the end of this passage. So we've done sixteen lessons now. We've reached page fourteen or fifteen or something. And I've been through the entire text, and it looks like we are about a quarter of the way through. So we're in a really good position to kind of create like 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 a four book series and do the entire do the entire text, which I think would be really nice. So um, maybe we'll do that. And um, good, so maybe I'll just run through a really useful little vocab list, some of the key vocabulary we've picked up in here. So firstly, we have the verb ashara, ila, to gesture towards something. A arika is a sofa. Um, a zawiya, which is a corner. A maqarad, actually a little bit further back, um, which is a, a seat. The, 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 um, the, word, the verb ishtanda, which means to intensify. Um, perhaps the word... Um, Muta'allim. That, that, that's a word we've seen before, actually. We've seen that earlier in the text, but it's still a really useful one. Um, what else? The, the, the verb ashrafa, meaning to, to, to noble something. 
Uh, what else is it useful? Um, yeah, I think I think that's plenty. That's plenty. The word al-qara, meaning a continent, is a useful word as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good. So that's everything for this video. Um, we've talked about the giveaway. We talked about the outlines for that and the rules for being, being entered for the giveaway earlier on. We talked about the workbook for this Alauddin series being released probably on the 1st of February. And I'll release a video on the 1st of February about, um, about how you can get hold of the workbook. We'll have an electronic version, absolutely. If, you, if you're interested in get, getting a print version of it, then um, please let me know. Put your name in the comments below, or you can email me, sam at arabicin60steps.com. Maybe if we get 25. If we get 25 people who are interested in, um, in, in getting a, a print copy of the workbook for it, then, uh, then maybe we'll put it together and it will be warranted. So that's everything for this video. hope you enjoyed it. And uh, if you did, please don't forget to like and share this video. And don't forget to subscribe as well to the channel. And I'll see you guys soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.